The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. It is football Friday, Friday night lights again this weekend and Evergreen Park has homecoming and the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, Jim Ramazinski is down here with us again. How are you, Coach Ram? Very good. Thanks for having me. You had a big upset victory over Eisenhower. Big win, close win, 24-22. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a good game. I, 24-22 was the final. We kind of let them slide back into the game. We were up. 24 to 8 with about nine minutes left and they made a little run and you know that's a testament to their team they have some very uh strong athletes they're well coached and they were still fighting to the end and we we just had enough to pull out the win which was great you got that all-important fifth win too How, that, that always must feel good right like i know your goal is to win every week but five wins based upon your schedule it would be shocking if you weren't a playoff team at this point and so that must feel like okay First hurdle of many hurdles in your grand plan, you've accomplished it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good feeling to get the five to be playoff eligible. Obviously, we want to get to six and seven. Six gets you in 100%, and we want to leave no doubt. But uh, we're we're happy that, you know, our record is five and two. Uh, you know, we had a slip up midseason, a couple games there, but... We seem to be getting it back on track at the right time. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because like, you could just look at your schedule. You can look at just the rundown of your games, and you're like, they're cruising along, and what happened for those two weeks? And you get that big blowout loss, and you're, you know, you have so many questions, too, right? Like, things have changed at the quarterback position, and now all of a sudden you're you're like, holy, holy cow, is it going to get worse, or is it going to get better to win two in a row now coming out of that, right the ship, feel good, have that fifth win. It, you have momentum now, I would say. Yeah, no, the boys are feeling good. Uh, we're, we're feeling good. Obviously, we want to keep um, taking care of business. Uh, you know, Aiden Bench has stepped up big time for us at QB, which is awesome to see. And, you know, we, we knew it would come uh, with some time. And, you know, those first couple weeks are tough. Uh, kind of getting back into swinging. He played quarterback before. What year is he? He's a senior. Okay. He he played quarterback before, uh, not a lot at the varsity level. So getting him up to speed, but, you know, he's responded well and he's been playing playing uh, really solid football for us. And that, that helps a lot. Is that something that, like, what, you know, that you already are thinking about? I mean, next year, you don't have a quarterback from what I can tell, unless you have a name that I haven't heard yet on this team. Like, I mean, is that something you think about? Do you have somebody right now who's not a senior that's like an understudy, like like in a play, like off to the side, learning the lines? Like, what are you doing with that? I'll leave it at this. There's always a plan. It's not always the plan that comes to fruition. Right. We, we have some ideas for next year, but like like any coach would say in this spot right here, we're, we're just focused on one week at a time, keep getting the wins. And you're not then, gonna you're not gonna shave down and pretend that you're 17 years old and go out and play, are you? No, okay. not no. I I can't I couldn't do it either. I'd get hurt. So I'd get hurt. I'd be I'd be in a wheelchair out there at the end of the game. So I'm uh I, I cannot do that. What was what was the key to this game against Eisenhower? Like what what was working? Was it the run game, the pass game? Was it the defense shutting them down? It sounds like you had them for most of the game until the very end when they made a run. 
Yeah, so like they have a pretty explosive offense, and we were fortunate enough to play well defensively. We were getting some stops. We also, you know, we first we forced four turnovers, which was good. We had three interceptions. One of our linebackers, Jaden Pittman, had his first interception in at the end of the first half, and then he had his second interception in the third quarter. So he had two interceptions. Jed Ajayi had another interception. And you on, talked about that last week, how hard it is to get interceptions. You were a DB's coach. Yeah. And, and, and you know, your philosophy about how, you know, you first you got to make sure that you're doing your job as a DB, and then the, the interceptions like the icing on the cake to get three of them there. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. We, got, we got three. That's the second week in a row we got three, which is good to see. Uh, we had Opportunistic a, defense. Yeah, we um, – so – Let's see, Jaden, two interceptions, Jed, one interception. Then we actually had a fumble recovery by Genesis Ward. So, you know, that that helps a lot. Uh, when you win the turnover game, when you're forcing four turnovers in a game, uh, put us in the driver's seat to finish it off, which was good. Anybody else you want to mention before we move yeah, on to the I mean, thing? Like who, uh, who, had, who, who stood out in this game? Well, you know, our most consistent player – it's been Antonio Clay Jones. You bring him up every week. Running back. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he just kind of carries the load and he does a great job of it. What uh, year is he? He's a senior, uh, but he had a hundred. I keep waiting for you to say like sophomore, and I'm like, yeah, we're set at that position well, forever. I, I'm, I ner- of, I'm so, nervous for you, coach. I a few sophomores last week when they got the interceptions. <laughs> but uh uh he Antonio had 107 yards rushing touchdown. David Johnson, who's a junior. There you go. Had, David uh, Johnson will be on the team next year. Yeah, he go. had okay. 51 rushing yards and a touchdown. And Aiden Bench was uh, very efficient, thrown for 84 yards, a touchdown. Uh, and Jed Ajayi caught one of his touchdown passes. So we, we had a lot of contributors. And then, you know, that goes without saying, you know, we had uh, Alberto Arando, who's our sophomore kicker, and he also plays receiver and defensive back. He kicked a big field goal for us early in the game, which, you know, obviously ended up being part of the difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, two point got, win, you needed yeah, that. Yeah, we, 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 he hits a field goal to go up 10 nothing. And, you know, we end the half 10 to eight. Then we're up 24 to eight in the fourth quarter. And that's when they, they made a little run, made it interesting. But again, you know, the good thing is when you have a two touchdown lead going into the, uh, going into the fourth quarter or the start of the fourth quarter, you know, if there was another five minutes on the clock, you don't know how that game could have ended, but we, you know, they ran out of time. We got the win. It was great. Yeah. So that, that's an interesting question there. You, you, you see this happen all the time. You saw what happened with that ridiculous decision. Uh, did you see University of Miami? Miami yeah, the guy they, they got the clock and all the guy the has knee. to do is kneel yeah. and they don't call for the kneel and they run and there's a fumble and then the other team comes back and gets it goes 75 yards in a couple of seconds and, and scores and walks it off on them, right? And teams can panic when when all of a sudden at the very end a team is making a run. What do you preach to your team? Because you always hear like, well, you know, the other the other team went into a prevent and they they did it too soon or or they played too soft because they figured they had too big of a lead. Or do you do you basically try to keep them on the same path until the end of the game? Or is it one of those things where you see that happening and you got to call them over to the side and be like, hey guys, we still have a lead here. Just keep playing smart football and don't make mistakes because that's the only thing that gets them the win here. Yeah, I mean, I, we we have just like a lot of coaches say it, but we we talk about it every day. Like we just have to focus on the next play. So when mistakes happen, we just got to make the next play. And 
you know, we were making mistakes at the end of the game. They were getting some yards. They were obviously, they got a couple touchdowns. They got one really big play on us, or actually two, you know, 30-yard-plus plays on us, which when they're getting chunks like that, they're, they're a pretty high-powered offense. They're going to they're gonna put it in eventually. Um, we just, you know, our defense, they did have a chance to make another run at the end of the game. They got the ball back with, I want to say, about three minutes left. And it's, you know, 24-22. Our defense gets a big stop on that last series for them. We come back on offense. We get a first down and the game's over. So, yeah. like, you know, it just, they settled in at the right time to make that final stop. Obviously, we would have liked it to have been not as close. Well, I mean, you're on the road, too. And yeah. I would imagine the crowd starts to get, like, excited because they're like, here we go. We're about to watch something incredible. Our team's going to yeah. come back. So, yeah, I got a buzz. And you probably get a, a little bit of extra pressure there. And you got you to stay calm at the end. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a really exciting game. It was a well-played game by both teams. Um, you know, I mean, that fourth quarter, you know, things happen. And they were stepping up, Eisenhower, by they. I mean, they were stepping up, making plays, and you know, we we were we were struggling in that fourth quarter, but we had enough to get it done at the end. We'll take the win uh, gladly and move on and learn from our mistakes. I would imagine that in those moments, sometimes you're sitting there thinking to yourself, one of my not one of my stars, one of my just role players might have to make a play. This team might go for an onside kick, and that kid that's standing yep. off to the side is going to actually have to do the thing that he drills on all the time that doesn't happen that often. And you're sitting there thinking to yourself, I'm glad we talked about all of this in the preseason and work with all these guys. Because you can't just focus on your stars, because in those moments, you need everybody ready to go. Yeah, I mean, and we, we brought our hands team out there a couple times throughout this game. They weren't able to get an onside kick successfully. Our guys stepped up. And then those are the little things that when you practice it, sometimes you're like, All right, are we, you know, how often are we going to use this? Is it? But when you need it, you better have it in your bag and it better be good. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we were in a situation where there's a couple onside kicks over the past few weeks. And we've been fortunate to recover. And, you know, like you say, like, it's not always your stars that step up. Um, you know, there's a good example where, you know, I don't think much people, many people were talking about Aiden Bench before the season and Jaden Pittman. And Aiden uh, ends up having a really strong game, takes care of the ball, manages the game, but also makes plays when he needs to. And then you have Jaden Pittman who plays linebacker for us and just comes up with two interceptions. So you never know who's going to be the guy that night. And yeah. we were fortunate that we had people step up. And again, our, 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 our guys did it all, but it was a, it was a total team win. Offensive line was great, you know, running the ball, uh, defensive line, linebackers, DBs, just playing really solid team defense, especially early on, uh, stopping the guys that they have with a lot of speed and a lot of talent. And, you know, I, we were very happy um, but yeah, again, when we watch the film together with the kids, like, you know, we're talking about, Hey, think about it, though, if we did this for all four quarters, right. Like, you know, now we're not in a position where we're sweating at the end. Uh, so that's what we're hoping to kind of get to that level where we're just playing consistent the whole game. Coach Ram, this episode and every episode of the EP podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, a local community bank that has all kinds of ways to keep your money in your pocket. No overdraft charges. 
every ATM is free. It doesn't matter what the charge is, they're going to put the money back in. If you're a small business owner, they now have a business savings special. Open up a new business savings account, get 4% annual percentage yield for the first 12 months with qualifying activities. Stop in and see them today in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, the first National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. Let's take a look at this week's opponent now. Let's talk about your opponent that you have this week. It's homecoming week. Uh, Friday night, the 13th. Uh, Friday the 13th. I mean, isn't that... I mean, like... I, 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 I hope the entire like student section is wearing like some some kind of weird Halloween costume where everybody's got everybody's got a mask. There'll be some on. weird stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for sure. some weird yeah. stuff happening. 7 p.m. <laughs> game. You got Argo coming in there four and three. Tell me a little bit about your opponent. Very solid team coming in at four and three. Obviously, they're fighting for a fifth win um, to try and get in the mix for the playoffs. Tough team. They got tough running back. Uh, tough defense. And it'll be it'll be a battle. I mean, they're you know they're a team that you know you cannot take lightly, and that's one thing that we've been trying to talk about all week so far. Is hey, great win, that was fun, but this is what it is. You have to keep going now. The season's not over, and you know our boys have responded well at practice, and you know as long as we continue to practice hard, practice well, uh, work together. It'll be a good game on Friday night. Tell me a little bit about the distractions and the way that you have to keep your guys on point this week because homecoming is a different animal, yeah, isn't it? It's my first year there, so I don't know every in and out of homecoming at Evergreen. I, I will tell you this: we talk about it every day. You got to avoid distractions. You got to be focused, and you know, inevitably, homecoming is a celebration. So I, I'm not the guy who is like the super anti homecoming week. Because I think it's fun for the kids. It's fun for the community. It's fun for the staff. It's got to be a little fun for you at some point, too, right? I mean, especially if you get the win on homecoming. You get your sixth win on homecoming. And then, you know, you're probably like, all right, the coaches are going out. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's a celebration afterwards if you win this one this week. And it's a little bit more special because it's the sixth win of the year and it's on your homecoming. Yeah, I mean, you want to win your homecoming every year. And, you know, like, I mean, you you know this and I'm sure a lot of people do. I, I live here. Uh, my kids will be going there. And I like to see the excitement at the school for this week. But at the same time, this is what it's not just part of being a football team. It's part of you know, life. You have to understand what the priorities are. You have to harness the energy in a correct way. And, you know, I, th- I think uh, I think our boys will do a good job of avoiding the distractions. And, you know, again, it's part of the fun, but it's also we got to know when it's time to take care of business. And, you know, Friday night, we'll be ready to go. Well, I'm going to I'm going to levy my first complaint on this show this entire year. OK, to whoever decided to change the parade route. But from We've been in this house for like 17 years. And when my teenagers were little, when the homecoming parade came down 99th Street, because we're right on it, that was an event. 
And now it doesn't over the last couple of years. So bring it back over to 99th Street. Okay. That's I, all I'm saying. Get it. I know it's not your call. <laughs> bring it back over to 99th Street. Block a little bit of traffic. I don't like these people that cut through Evergreen Park anyway on 99th. So anything you could do to inconvenience people from Chicago or Oak Lawn that cut through and blow every stop sign by running a parade down 99th, I'm all for it, coach. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on the parade route um committee. And I don't even know what the parade route is. Because again, I I could play. I figure they're listening though, because I know that it used to be on it all the time, and it seems like it's not always going all the way down 99th. Maybe it is this year. I don't know where they're at, but there's been a couple of years where it isn't. And I'm all for jamming up 99th Street for the people that aren't locals. <laughs> I'll, so I'll I want to make it hard on them. I'll uh, I'll tell them to listen to the podcast. I'm sure they're what. listening. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm the wrong guy to ask. You tell them that guy in his basement with the microphone's angry. Yeah. They're not going to care. <laughs> I, and again, I am the wrong guy to ask because I don't even know the parade route. I'm just going to kind of show up and right. walk. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, they should get you a, the convertible or something to sit in. Oh, right? uh, no. Yeah. No. Let's go. I'll go. You, you need go. a convertible. You get the, you get, you know, get the wife there. You get back in there. You know, you have somebody drive you. You know, maybe like, maybe like a, like a thing of flowers, like it's the Rose Bowl parade over your shoulder. I think that's what we need to do. That might be an image, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, no, I you think I bust out that hat that I love. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't brought it back since I made fun of it a couple of weeks oh, ago. I, I don't noticed. think you made fun of it. I, 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 I embrace the hat. I, I love I, that hat. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's been worn for 55 years, but, uh, yeah, no, that's just one summer. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, the parade should be fun, but again, and if any of the boys are listening, this is what's important to me is have fun. But then once we get back to school, it's time to just lock in, be ready to go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's time to get ready to win the game. The dance is more fun. Is the dance before or after? It's after, right? It's, Normally it's on uh, Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. The dance is more fun after a victory, boys. Yeah. Okay. Girls love victories. That's all I'm saying. Go out and win. You'll have more fun at the dance. That's all I'm trying to tell you to do. There's okay? no doubt about that. Exactly. Exactly. Any any last keys? Anything you want to establish when you when you face Argo this week? No, I think we just got to start fast. Um, that that was a good thing to see at Eisenhower and Oakland past couple of weeks. Is you know we 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 were winning the battles in the first quarter, and when you're able to set the tone like that, um, you know not only I mean look at this this past game we were able to build a lead that we were able to keep. And, you know, had we started slow and we were playing catch up, you know, game could have been a lot different, obviously would have went down way differently. So I, I'm really impressed with our past two first quarters of how we started fast. And I'm hoping that that trend continues and the boys get ready to go right from the start of the game. All right. Friday, the 13th, their last home game before the postseason. You don't know how that'll shake out with where they're going to be playing. It's homecoming. Get on up and see EP face off against Argo as they go for their sixth victory, the five and two Evergreen Park Mustangs versus four and three Argo. Coach Ram, good luck this weekend. Enjoy homecoming. Thank you very much. Have a good one. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park.